As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Walking This Way's Impact Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Furman Jackson Jr., Broadcast you live once again from my new home, my new location of Arlington, Texas, outside Dallas and Fort Worth. Hope everybody having a great, great productive Tuesday. Hope everybody got everything done. They got everything situated. They reached their goals, mastered their goal, working on some goals, working on some new goals. But most importantly, that we're alive and well. But all that goes to God because it wasn't us, it wasn't man, it was God that allowed us to see another day. So hope everybody having a great productive Tuesday evening. Very excited to be excited to come back to you once again, wherever you may be located at, whether it may be your car, your off your place of business, if wherever you may be present at, we thank y'all for welcoming us um your home once again. But we know we got to get ready to kick it off with a very excited news because we know we got Kenny Primetime Williams with the latest news and updates that's going on in the sports world. So Kenny, take it away. All right. Thank you, Mr. Jackson. Hello world. Hello, sports fans. How are you? And welcome. Did you miss me? I know you did. I missed you too. Look, here's another segment. Another segment of Prime Zone. I'm your host, Kenny Prime Time Williams, and I'm here to give you all the stories, all the hype. Look, over the past weekend, I know everybody just got through enjoying. Then Memorial Day weekend, had time with family and friends and had some good relaxation going on. But I know you watch some sports and a lot of things happened in the sports world this weekend. Guess what? The Heat got swept. After being in the finals last year, they got swept. But we're going to get into that. But I want to thank everybody that's tuning in tonight. We thank God for this opportunity to be here and to bring to you good word, good fellowship, good conversation, and most of all, we're going to bring you some sports as well. And we want to give a shout out to everybody coming from Arlington, Texas, Dallas, Texas, Mobile, Alabama, Greenville, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. We love you guys. Now, stop what you're doing. Put your keys down. Tell the kids to go in another room. Sit on the couch. Relax. You got 15 minutes for prime time. How about that? In the prime zone. You're not here. Now, let's get into the NBA playoffs. Worries are starting to grow for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's been a tough first round for them due to injuries. Anthony Davis is having a growing going on, and he was um he was limited to a lot of things, and he's also questionable for tonight's game. Tonight's game, the Lakers will be in Phoenix taking on the Suns, and also the series is tied. LeBron got his hand cut off for him. The whole Lakers squad as a whole has their work cut off for him. But we're going to be watching to see how they respond back from last time they played, which was on Sunday, and the Phoenix Suns came back and beat them, which tying the series. Also, with the Lakers news, KCP is expected to be back tonight and in action playing against the Suns. So after that injury he faced, 
He's all healed up. He's ready to go. We're going to look for some great shots from him tonight and hoping he can do his thing and pull the team over the top. And also, the Philadelphia Sixers, 76ers, Joel Embiid is doubtful for tonight's game as well. He suffered uh, what you call a, a knee injury uh, with a hard fall. He had an MRI done on, on Tuesday, and he's expected to be evaluated. And uh, he's going to be, be a little bit more evaluated on Wednesday. Also, after the knockdown, he, he he was able to sit out. He didn't return to the game. But the 76ers fell to the Washington Wizards, 122 to 114. The 76ers still lead the series 3-1. to one. So the Philadelphia team, a coach under Doc Rivers, is, um, I would say, they're, they're a big turnaround for the team this year. They're doing pretty good uh, just trying to keep their big man healthy. I agree. Now, Remember when I told you that Kyrie had to go back to Boston, his former team? Well, it wasn't just as good a reunion as you expected. After the Brooklyn Nets demolished the Boston Celtics, leading the series 3-1, to one, after the game, a fan in the stands threw a bottle at Kyrie, hitting him in the head. Teammates came to his rescue. The people in Boston did not appreciate Kyrie being there, and so they let it be well-known and shown. Afterwards, the fan was arrested and uh, banned from the stadium, probably ended up being banned from the NBA. Now, we will see. Now, back to what I told you about the Heat, and uh, they got swept. I found it very peculiar that a team, basically, who had everybody returning, had come back after this year and uh, not having a good production season, made it to the playoffs and got swept by the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks was coming out with revenge, did not let up, kept the gas to the metal the whole time and swept the Miami Heat. Now, what does that bring news for the Miami Heat? Also in Miami, I don't know, um, Jimmy Butler didn't play his great game. The whole team as a whole didn't play his good game. Coaching staff and everything, but we're going to look forward to bigger and greater additions to them on next year, and we're going to see. Now, let's go off to the Clippers and Mavericks. The Clippers hold on to beat the Mavericks. They were struggling at first, but as everybody knows, playoff Rondo is in effect. He chipped in seven points with four assists. Uh, he was all over the floor, ladies and gentlemen. And when I tell you, when I tell you playoff Rondo is a total different person than he is in the regular season. But also with that, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they carried the, the Clippers. Um, Kawhi Leonard chipped in 29 points with Paul George coming with 20 points. And they, they went on the road and they beat him on the road. Uh, it was some talk that Luka was kind of injured on the play, uh, injured throughout the, the game. But he finished the game pretty well. He had a little problem with his shoulder. But they're in action and they're coming back. And we're going to see how that series ended up. Now, let's go into the NFL. You got to talk football sometime. It may not be about our Dallas Cowboys. It may not be about your favorite team. But we're going to talk about a team. The Buffalo Bills, they converted more than $11.7 million of wide receiver, million dollars for wide receiver Stephon Diggs. Diggs' base salary for a signing bonus, sources tell ESPN, that the team is roughly saving $8 million of salary cap. Wow, that's a lot. That's telling you that Diggs wants to be with the team and is willing to take some things, to put some things aside so he can play. And that's a big man to do. You know, a lot of player athletes come out here now and it's all about the money never getting their first love while you're in the NFL in the first place. But Diggs slated to make roughly $12.7 million in base salary in 2021. That figure is down now $990,000. So it saved the Bills a lot of money. And uh, they got their primary receiver. So we're going to be looking forward to big things from Stephon Diggs. And we're hoping that everything goes well for the Buffalo Bills. Now, let's go on to college. The Florida Gators head coach, Dan Mullen, he receives a raised extension on his contract going through the 2026 season. 
raising his annual salary to $7.6 million a year. We all know Dan Mullen. He was a former Mississippi State head coach, and he went on. He did great things for Mississippi State, brought them to their first number one, and he moved on to Florida, and he did a great job in Florida as well. And now they extended his contract and pay him a pretty nice little change. So congratulations to Dan on that. Also, the Arkansas and Notre Dame football game that normally we played every year will be rescheduled for 2028. It was canceled this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, a lot of things around the football area, especially in college, it changed a little bit. So they finally got a chance to reschedule the game and it will be played on 2028. Stay tuned for the dates and stay tuned for the month because it could be the beginning of the year, it could be at the end of the year. I would think it would be at the end of the year because that's a, that would be a great game. Now, Let's go in the ring a little bit. Everybody know Floyd, Money, Mayweather. I'm a fan of him. I know everybody out there in the land. You're a fan of Money, Mayweather, too. I like his swag. I like his eagerness. I like how he does things. He's coming out of retirement to fight Logan Paul. Now, for those that don't know Logan Paul, he was the guy who knocked Nate Daniel Robinson out, the Knight Tyson, and um, Roy Jones fight. Oh, my God. People are still talking about that knockdown to this day. But he's scheduled to fight Floyd, and they're going to be fighting June 6th at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. It will be on pay-per-view. It's not that high, ladies and gentlemen. We all know, and we're not putting anybody down, but we know Floyd Mayweather is going to come in and do his thing. I'm expecting him to. Now, let's go into a day of history in sports. Get ready for this one. Now, everybody out there, you was little when it was going on, or younger or a teenager. I know I was a teenager when it was going on, and I thought it was horrific. But on this day, 1994, Reggie Miller of the Indiana Pacers hit an NBA record five three-pointers in the fourth quarter to lead the Pacers to a 93-86 win over the New York Knicks. The most memorable moment in the in that game alone was when Reggie Miller rolled by shooting a shot and gave Spike Lee the choke sign. Everybody know that that's still being played all over ESPN to this day. Not only that, Reggie Miller hit eight points in nine seconds. I mean, he was moving all over the floor. He was doing his thing, and he made sure his presence was known. And he also made sure that Spike Lee knew that he was in Madison Square Garden. Now, as always, before we get out of the prime zone, I would love to leave every one of you with a positive note for the day, for a day to end your day, if positively, whatever you've been faced with today, I would like to leave you with something. Try not to become a person of success but rather try to become a person of value. Again, I say, try not to become a person of success, but rather become a person of value. That is my time, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to tell you this. I love you. God bless you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you for tuning in to Prime Zone. I'm your host, Kenny Primetime Williams. I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. Same time, same place. We'll have more news for you. Love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Appreciate you, Primetime, with the up latest news and updates that's going on in our world today. We know everything is getting back to normal. You know, people doing their vaccine, whatever. Um, people coming out, enjoying their life. But, you know, besides all that, what we do with Impact Voice is allow people, give them a platform, give them that rose of why they're alive today to share their story, to share their motivation, to share their inspiration, to be able to challenge others where they at to be a better person, better man, better woman, and utilizing what God has given each and every one of us here. Right. You know, Nick Saban says high achievers and mediocre do not get along. They do not mix. Right. If you're a high achiever, you're going to excel. You're going you're gonna to go through esports. If you're just mediocre, you're just going to stand and ain't going to do nothing. But we celebrate high achievers. 
And I'm very excited to have a very special guest here with us tonight um, from San Antonio, Texas. Um, she's a retired, I mean, she was a retired military. She was a sergeant. She uh, served many years in the military, serving our country. Um, met her across social media. Um, I love her style, love her work, her discipline, her mindset to inspire all of us to live a healthy life. You know, everybody talks about the material things, but the word of God encourages us that God wants us to, you know, prosper in our health. Right. You know, you hear a lot of people say when it comes to our health, it's too expensive. I can't afford it. But if you ride down the street, wherever you may be living, wherever city you may be living in, you see cars wrapped around the McDonald's a driveway. You see cars wrapped around Waterbury, Burger King, all these places. And people spend all this money, but then when this comes to eating healthy, we don't want to do it. It says to us, feels like I don't have time for all this other stuff. But I'm very excited to introduce our guest this evening. I appreciate her taking time out of her busy schedule to be part of with the podcast tonight. I want you to introduce yourself to our guest here. And once again, I want to give you a rose while you're alive because you're doing a lot of great things. Hello. So I'm looking pretty good. So I'm Letitia. Um, like I said, I so I served in the military um, 21 years. Um, then I retired. I got into bodybuilding, and then I opened up a gym. So I retired to open up my own gym. So I'm actually the only personal trainer in San Antonio that has her own private um, personal training studio. Wow. And first of all, congratulations on that as well, also being the first um, in San Antonio to do that. We got some questions for you, of course. We're talking about fitness. We're talking about... As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Your influence, the how you approach the game when it comes to taking care of our bodies, to live a long, productive life. Like I mentioned earlier, Bible said that God wants to prosper in our health as well. So my first question is, from your personal standpoint, to transit to work with your clients, how often do you work out? So I work out five to six times a week. Um, probably for about two, three hours. I don't do it all at once. Most of the time I split it up. So I do an hour cardio in the morning and then um, about an hour, hour and a half, two hours of weight training later on in the day. And, and that's awesome. And my next question is, how many calories are burned while walking or jogging one mile? Because people probably want to know. They probably just walk and jog, but they don't know how many miles they are burning. So educate us, enlighten us when we walking and jogging. How many, how many calories are we burning within that time frame? It'll really depend on the intensity that you're going. Um, if you're going for like at least you're strong, you're not sweating and your heart rate is not up, it's not going to be the same as if you jogging or running. So, But this thumb of rule is um, each mile is probably about 100 calories. So whether you take 20 minutes to do that mile, you take 10 minutes to do that mile. It's typically about 100 calories. Right. And that's what's up. And um, I know you served in the military. I know you did 21 years. And once again, congratulations on that for serving our country. Thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> and so when it, I know you mentioned that how you got you got into about uh, it, it was back in 2014, correct? Is that right, 2014? Um, 2015, okay, my bad. Um, on that journey, take us on that journey. Take us on when you started to where you at today. 
So I am not one of them people that has always been fit. I'm not, wasn't an athlete. In fact, I know nothing about sports. Um, <laughs> absolutely <That's> nothing. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was never one to um, really care. So I was actually, um, towards the end of my military career, I was um, overweight. So to, and we had to take the fitness test and I would struggle with those tests year after year. So um, I needed something to keep me motivated. I'm more goal oriented. So if I have a goal, then I will do whatever I have to do to accomplish that goal. So um, I was actually one day, so I was overweight. I needed to, well, I actually lost 50 pounds to do my first competition. However, I didn't really even know I was overweight until I lost the 50 pounds. <laughs> So, um, but I would struggle with those fitness tests. So what I did is um, one day, actually I was on Facebook in a group that I was in and this girl, um, it was a military group. This girl won a trophy and I was like, well, what'd she do to win the trophy? And someone was like, oh, she won a bodybuilding competition. I knew nothing about bodybuilding. Um, and she didn't look like she had no muscles to me. I said, she's just skinny. I can get skinny. So <laughs> the plan was to get skinny and get a trophy. And um, that was my goal. So actually, I did my first competition, and um, I placed top five. And um, But I didn't know if I actually liked the sport because I was so focused on winning the trophy, and I got the trophy. So I was like, I'm going to do it again. And then after I did the next competition, um, I still wasn't sure if I liked the sport or not. So then I tried it again. And then I ended up liking it. So um, I liked it so much to where I ended up getting certified as a personal trainer and then opened gym. Because I actually, when I was in the military, um, I was going to school to be a psychologist. So I actually have um, an undergrad in social psychology. I have a master's in professional counseling. So my goal was to be a psychologist when I got out of the military. And then the last well, few years of my career, it just kind of did a change and um I became a personal trainer and I went back to school got another master's in um nutrition exercise science and nutrition so that's where we at um like I said just the word the I mean just I mean what you ever thought about that I know you say you had you had you know uh, the thing to do something else but end up going into the world of fitness and doing that and also making a career out of it um help others get to they reach their goals and their potential when it comes to their physical uh health so when it comes to dieting what are the prime foods that we need to eat when it comes to our diet whether it's breakfast lunch dinner snacks so a lot of it depends on your goal but first um many people so what i've learned many people don't really eat enough to sustain the activity that they do every day. They don't even eat enough for um, as a nutrition dense foods to for like your everyday thing, breathing, um, digesting food, moving like that. Now we can eat a whole lot of calories, a bad thing. So, you know, pizza, burgers, fries, ice cream, candy, chocolate, cakes. <laughs> it's not a lot of it, huh? It's not a lot of it. Yeah, but um, you need, you know, the calories from like the chicken and the, the non, um, what's the word? Like um, the chicken and the vegetables and stuff like that. So processed, non-processed food. Um, so I eat, so to get actually the amount of calories that you need a day, it's probably best if you eat small meals. So like five to six small meals a day. So that way you're, um, sugar, your insulin, and all of that is not dropping and then spiking up and then dropping and spiking up so you can keep it even. Once you keep it even, then your metabolism will, um, you know, burn at a fat, uh, steady rate. Yeah, can I notice that uh, people um, have, you know, do struggle when it comes to the meal prep, the eating. Um, people feel like they can just work out, they go eat McDonald's, Burger King, all this stuff, fried chicken stuff, and then go work out. But then they don't see the results. Yeah. Um, so. Go ahead. I was um, like, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I just I want to ask you this. Um, what is like your motivation? Like you say, you work out a couple of times a day, and um, 
what is your motivation? Let's say you come home from a, a real tired day and you know you got to work out, but you just don't. What gives you that motivation to just go ahead and, and knock it out and do it? For me personally, I have to have a go. Yeah. So once I have a go set, um, then I'm more likely to do it. So even if it's, you know, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds in two months, you got to come up with your plan. So you got to know you got to lose a pound a week. Um, you know, a pound to two pounds a week. So what are you going to do to get there? Right. You have to break it down by small goals. Because if you're just looking at the big goal, you can get discouraged. So on my journey, like I said, I lost 50 pounds to do my first competition. But um, every three weeks, I wanted to quit. And even now, when I do competitions now, um, every three weeks, I still want to quit. I'm like, I've done enough. <laughs> but you have to, um, rem- it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, it takes time. You got to do every, you know, create small goals to get to that big goal. The big goal. Absolutely. And my next question is, what are the five things of fitness we should know? Um, What's the mystery? What's the secret? So what I put for number one is what I already said. It's a marathon, not a race. So results come with consistency, time, and it won't happen overnight. So I think a lot of people see these things on TV, these shows on TV, Biggest Loser or whatever's on now. And, you know, somebody 500 pounds, you go to commercial, come back, they 100 pounds. That's his time. <laughs> it just happened in an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's his time. Right. So you got to remember consistency. So you're not going to get any goal by quitting. Right. So you're not going to win. You're not going to get there by quitting. So it's going to take time. You got to be patient. But celebrate the small victory. So, I mean, don't be celebrated by no cake or nothing, but you know, <laughs> find a way to treat yourself outside of food that's going to, you know, counteract what you're doing. Um, every small goal. The second one is, I've said, set a realistic goal for yourself. Um, I have a lot of people, not a lot, but some people that come into my gym and they want to lose 30 pounds in a month. I'm not your person. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> But I can tell you how long it, I can help you get there to that 30 pounds, which would probably be two, three months. And I can tell you how we're going to do it. You got to set realistic goals. If you set unrealistic goals, you're going to upset yourself, discourage yourself, and you're going to quit. Um, number three, I said, find things you enjoy. If you don't like running, then don't run. There's other cardio you can do. I mean, so if you like walking or taking a jog, listening to music while you ride your bike, you know, find something that you like, but don't do things that you don't like, because if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. Um, Foods, I mean, when people say a diet or whatever, I don't like, let me see, I'm trying to think of something healthy I don't like. Um, There's a lot of stuff I don't like, but I'm not going, let's say I don't like Brussels sprouts. I'm not going to eat Brussels sprouts then. And then, so if somebody's doing your meal plan, like if I'm creating your meal plan and I put a food on there that you don't like, tell me, I can find a substitute. But there's no sense in having a uh, meal plan with a bunch of foods you're not going to eat. Number four, I said, it's an individual journey. So you can't look at, compare yourself to somebody else's journey. Um, What worked for me may not work for you. Everybody's different. And that's another thing. Um, There's no, you can't use a cookie cutter workout or meal plan. Your body's going to be different from somebody else's body. So if I run 10 miles and lose 10 pounds, that may not work for you. You know, so you can't compare your journey to someone else's journey. Everybody's journey is their own individual journey. And then you got to remember what you did at 20, you can't do at 40. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hello. (laughs) <laughs> when I first started um, my first competition I was 36 well I'm 42 now so what I was doing at 36 I can't do now at 42 right. it's not going to work my body's I'm older I got different hormones you know it's just different things so you have to it's always going to be an error you know trial and error trial and error um, and number five I put um, for fitness 80% diet 20% activity so a lot of weight loss is um, diet. So you can work out as much as you want, but if your diet is trash, you're not going to get the results. 
So you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. So take it, apply, strive with it, and be the better version of yourself. Um, and then my next question is muscles. Everybody want to be Jack Diesel. Everybody want to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was going to say, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and all those cats. Uh, what type of training do a person need to, to do to increase muscle mass? For muscle mass, um, you're going to do heavy weights, low reps. Um, but also with that, again, it's going to be diet. Are you eating enough protein to sustain the muscle mass that you want? Um, are you getting enough carbs to do the workouts? So carbs, everybody want to eliminate carbs. Carbs is your energy. That's the whole purpose of carbs, period, energy. So if you eliminate them, you're not going to have the energy to do the workout. But um, to gain muscle mass, it's going to be heavy weights, um, low reps. And what I mean by that is if you can do probably more than five reps properly, then increase the weight. So you should be doing like three to five reps. What do you think about energy drinks? Um, Do energy drinks sometime will throw let's say you had a work day and all you're doing is you're drinking energy drinks and you maybe three of them um would that affect your body as far as you still moving around and working out would that affect your body a little bit um the energy drinks it gives you caffeine until your body gets used to it but a little caffeine is not too bad it's just when you overdo it then you're going to um Overdo your heart and stuff like that. Uh, It depends on your tolerance. So people's tolerance are different. Gotcha. And that's what's up. We've got some great information going on tonight. Um, My next question is, how long do you work out? How long do you work out? I think I already asked you that one. But I already asked you that. But on the regular, when you're training your clients, I'm going to ask that one. How long do it take to work out when you're training with your clients? So with my clients, I typically do an hour. So 45 minutes to 60 minutes an hour. And that was because you know, people thought that you had to spend like all day in the gym. They think you better spend like five hours, six hours each and every day. Cause the theory like I gotta stay and gotta live in here. But from a starting point, especially when you work so okay, when you work with a new beginner, um, what necessary steps do you take with a new beginner that's on their road to fitness? So it still can be about, depending on um, what you're doing. So like cardio. So it's recommended that um, adults do cardio. You need 150 minutes. So if you break that down, it's like 30 minutes, six days a week. So that's what the minimum is to uh, minimize your risk of cardiovascular diseases. So that's already 30 minutes. And then um, if you do, so it's also recommended that you do strength training. Adults do strength training twice a week. So that's all adults. So older and um, younger adults. Um, so twice a week. So, and it's recommended for the strength training. It doesn't have a real time. It just says um, strength training, but you want to work all your muscle groups. So with my clients, I'll typically, if they come in twice a week, I'll break it up to an upper body, lower body. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So take all of that. So as long as you're doing your cardio 150 minutes a week and then doing strength training twice a week, those are like the minimum. Sound like two a day to me. Strength <laughs> training 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then cardio 30 minutes. That's what about an hour, hour and a half. Then come back that evening and do the same thing. Um, I so I don't say do the same thing. So if you're gonna split it up, I would split up cardio one session and then strength training the next session. Gotcha. And so interesting stuff. So it's all about like Ray Lewis says. Um, I know you don't know about sports, but the football <laughs> player. Uh, I'm sure you know about Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. <laughs> well, well, Ray Lewis said something very interesting. Like, just listen to what you talk. Um, training for a lifestyle. I know you're training for a lifestyle to be very well around, to be well healthy. And I know we're talking about some physical aspects, but I'm going to throw another question out there too. What do you do for, to, for the mental? Um, aspect of well, because as a lady, I've really been focused more on the brain, on my mental state. So when you work out, um, you know, men are this psychology. So when you work out, <laughs> <laughs> it releases like feel good um, hormones. So actually, three of them. Let me see. Make sure I get them right. You got um, I know there's dopamine. Um, endorphins and serotonins. Mm-hmm. So those are all your, you know, your feel-good hormones that you should feel when you work out. So a lot of times when you go work out um, and you don't feel like it, and then a lot, and then once you're done, you feel like you've accomplished something and you feel good. It's because all your little feel-good hormones been released. So the um, endorphins, so that's like a painkiller. Um, and <laughs> a lot of times, um, a lot of the Hormones are the same hormones that's released when you're having sex. So eating something good. So all the feel good hormones. <laughs> so um, so the mental health thing is it helps your mood. So um, it's good for, you know, if you're depressed. Um, so it's good for your mental health as far as um, your mood. Yeah, because I know that we don't really talk as um, as in our community. We don't really talk a lot about mental health. We talk about everything else, but we never talk about the mental health. And um, I know being in shape, eating right helps us with our mental health, increases our you know confidence and things like that. Um, so um, we can be better individuals. That's how I look at it. Um, but when it comes to, I'm throw this question out there to you. When it comes to you working with your clients. That's when that military started to come out, right? <laughs> you know, I'm um I'm not one of them people that's gonna yell and you know whatever. My clients, for the most part, they they say I'm pretty stern. You know, I don't. You're not gonna. You can whine all you want. I don't care. But we're still gonna do the set. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I believe she got it in her. But I don't typically yelling stuff I just like we gonna do this are you done yet <laughs> so it won't be none of that if they come in late uh get down give me 20 no no oh, okay I'm just asking you'll, you'll, make, you'll make it up during the, the work the course of the workout yeah you, okay we might make it a little more intense it pays not to be late <laughs> so FYI always be on time right Right. Do you want the you don't want that extra oomph That's when right. you're doing your workout? Um, my next question is, how often do you rest? I know sleep is very important. So you have people say team no sleep. I sleep when I'm dead, but we know sleep is important. So how often do you rest? So you should sleep, um, rest, recover. Your body has to recover, and it recovers when you rest. So it's recommended that you rest 24 to 48 hours. So I do um, probably twice a week. So I take a rest day twice a week. Um, but you don't want to, 
overtrain the same muscle group. So between muscle groups, there's need to be a 24 hours. So I'm not going to do legs three days in a row. If I'm going to do legs three times a week, I need to do it every other day. Um, you should get at least probably like eight hours of sleep. But each person is different. <laughs> some people can go on six, some can go on seven. They say eight is good. Um, but yeah, so when you recovering, especially with the resistance training, um, weightlifting and stuff, when you're working out, lifting weights and stuff, you're tearing your muscles. So in order for the muscles to grow, they got to repair. So they have to repair. They can only repair when you're resting and recovering. So if you're going to work out or, you know, work a muscle group, your legs three, three days in a row, when are they going to um, recover and rest to repair, to grow? Right. Makes so. sense. It really does make sense. And I know um, you was in the fitness um, competition. I think it was here in Dallas, correct? So how was that um, experience being in the fitness competition? So like I said, so I did my first bodybuilding show um, in 2015. So I like it. I kind of just got addicted because I've, I've done, I think, 13 so far. So I've done 13. Um, I think I've been in four calendars. I've been in a magazine. Um so I mean, I like I like competition though. So. Yeah. Oh, so you so you got competitive nature then. Yeah. Oh, so you got that mama mentality, like COVID. <laughs> you and like Mike. <laughs> and then I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but a lot of people find it interesting. Both of my parents used to be bodybuilders. Oh really? Wow. Wow. Oh, so it's in your DNA. Yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's, doing the competition. Huh? But, but I, I never worked out and I have siblings and none of them worked out. And um, November, I'm actually doing a bodybuilding competition with my dad in Indiana. Cool. I'm trying to get my son to do one. I wanted him to do that with us so it could be three generations, but he, he's in the military and right now he's um, on orders and he's like, I don't want to, you know, do the prep. I don't think I can do the prep in a hotel because he's in a hotel right now. So um, when he comes back home, I think me and him will prep to do a competition together next year. And that's what's up. So that was a little fat. Never know that both of your parents were into um body bodybuilding. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. That's very rare. That's very rare. I mean, normally the church or into it, you know, that's, that's very rare. Oh, so no. my mom, I believe so my mom passed away some time ago. But um when her and my dad were married, they got a divorce too. But when they was married, that's when they did it. But I think my mom did it more because um that was my dad's thing. Cause once they divorced, he, she didn't um stick with it. But my dad, you know, he's always been very active. So he um right now he does he still does martial arts. So he was um I think he's a black belt. I'm like I said, I don't know mm. how much. <laughs> he's um he swims he used to play football he was trying to train for some um senior citizen um track meet but i don't know what happened he stopped so now we're going to do a bodybuilding show together but um so the last time he did a show he was 29 he's 67 now so it's been about 40 years but yes i think i kind of motivated him to get him back on stage so and that's what's up. So as you do, would this ever be a, like a first ever uh, father-daughter type bodybuilding competition? Oh, I don't know. That's interesting if that is, because you never hardly ever hear something, something like that, really. So that's truly, if that is, that's history. Yeah, yeah it is. It really is. That's very big history. And like, so, like you mentioned, the three generations with your son. Yes, I'm trying to get my son into yeah, it. So. Yeah, that would be that would be also uh, that would be great as well because you see uh, from dad to daughter to son, and wow, that's that'd be amazing. Yeah, so um, that's truly amazing. Um, when it with your experience in the military, and I know the military the military teaches a lot about discipline and things of that nature. So with your military background do you implement that style when it comes to your training with your client right to the to the point where it takes them to it, where it challenged them to be that individual that they envision seeing um because san antonio is really like a military city so a lot of my clients are either um prior military or military 
So, and they know that, you know, I'm prior military or, you know, retired military. So I think they kind of um, expect that same type of accountability and discipline from me. So, I mean, so I, it's still, you know, it carries over because I was in the military um, for 21 years. So as soon as I graduated high school, so that's kind of like the only lifestyle I really know. So a lot of those things are going to be instilled in me. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's what's up right there. So military, so do the military runs in your family? I know a lot of time when people go into the military, um, a lot of their families into it. I know that I come from military family. I know cousins, my dad, uncles, uh, all of them, Air Force, uh, Army. Even I had a cousin, I think she was the first person in our family to ever do, uh, uh, what's the other one? Can't really? think. I mean, I, the Marine, yeah. Um, so I have uncles that was in the military, but I don't really growing up, it wasn't, you know, they was gone. So it wasn't like um I knew anything about it. And my dad was actually in the army, but he got out before I was born. Okay. Um, my siblings, I have um two sisters and a brother. Um, my brother, he was in the military for a little bit, and um, my sister right under me. My baby sister didn't go to the military, but they did. Um, I'm the only one in my family, I believe, that's actually retired, you know, did over 20 years and retired. And that's what's up. I know um, military was, I think, especially within Black, within the Black, um, within the Black community, the military was a way for prosperity back in the day. Um, for families, especially men of color, too bad to go to the military to make a better life for their loved ones. And that's what was the outgate or sports um, with only outlets for um, blacks to be able to get out to make a prosperity for themselves. We had a little entrepreneurship too, but mostly it was a lot of people in the army going to better their lives for their families. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the military, what's the big, what was the highlight of you serving the military? Um, so I got, I believe I got a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten, um, otherwise. So traveling. So I lived overseas for a while. Um, so I got to see a lot of Europe, Africa. Um, I was able to take my son overseas. So, and I think with my son, he didn't realize it until like now when he's grown. Cause like he, we was overseas. So like, I think for his 11th birthday, I took him to Egypt for 10 days, you know? So it was like stuff like that. So he, what he thought was normal, now he realizes everybody don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. So we got a lot of, so traveling, it was a lot of um, traveling opportunities outside of um, the U.S. And that's what's up right there. That's fun. And my next question is, is working out in the morning better for you? And if so, why? Uh, there's not really a particular time that's better than the other. Um I think when you work out in the morning, you probably have more energy because you, you have, when you go through the afternoon, you know, you done used up all your energy at work or something. And you... Early morning blood boiling. <laughs> yeah, so you're fresher in the morning, yeah. but that's not a better time, you know, as far as benefits. You're not going to get a better benefit from doing it in the morning besides um, you'll have more energy. And I know some people like working out in the morning, some like working out after work. Um, especially if you get if you work in the midnight show, some people like to work out before they go home and um, get it out the way. And my next question is, uh, how do you plan your sessions? Um, do you have a, a schedule that you do you have a set schedule that you go by with containing to you personally and also for your clientele? For me, um because I'm always trying to get ready for the next show. So if I'm not prepping, like in the actual prep season and I'm in my off season, then I'm always trying to improve my body from the last time. So I do um, different muscle groups each, each workout. So that's how I do my splits. Now with my clients, uh, because I don't have many that's trying to do a competition, it is based on their goal. So everything is individual. So I don't do um, the same thing for each person because everybody has a different goal. And everybody, mm-hmm. you know, they're not capable to do the same thing. So it's just based on what their goal is. Okay. Um, I'm you about supplements. <laughs> I know a lot of times we see people on social media promote a lot of supplements. 
um, when it comes to losing weight. I think some people try to make try to take the shortcut instead of just. I'm not knocking nobody. I'm just saying when it comes to the supplements, a lot of people focus more to supplements more than just doing the old fashioned way and just grinding. Yeah. So, what's your take on supplements? Um, some supplements work, some of them don't. But regardless, if you do take a fat burner or whatever, you're still gonna have to work out. Um, you, you're not gonna get the results by just taking the supplement. So, any supplement you take is gonna um, go, you know, with the exercise. So, just like a lot of people in the um, bodybuilding industry. So there's two types, you know, there's some that uses um, performance, performance um, enhancements, <laughs> and there's some that don't. However, whichever one is, they still gonna have to work out. They're not gonna be able to take whatever pill they taking and pop up with some muscles. <laughs> they still gonna have to work out. Huh? TV will fool you. Yeah. <laughs> so regardless to whatever you take, um, you're going to have to work out. So if you take um, a fat burner, so a lot of times I do take a fat burner when I'm prepping for a competition because I have to drop, you know, so much body fat. Um, but I still got to work out. I still got to eat right. Or uh, does um, a Pacific weight, if you have a Pacific weight, does it determine your type of workout? Let's say you're over um, maybe 250, 300 pounds, just ballpark figure. Is there a specific, does that determine how hard you work out or does that can be a, just a normal workout and just consistent with it? It can just be a normal workout. It's really based on um, your ability. Right, so. okay. Uh, so basically it's all up on you really. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, to take it. So, my next question, and I'm just throwing some bonus questions out there. Um, <laughs> books. Do you do a lot of reading? I know entrepreneurs do a lot of reading. I know I love reading books. So do you do you also read books when you have time to read books? So I used to read books a lot. Um, honestly, once I started the fitness thing, I um I didn't read as much. So I haven't really and then I started going back to school. So I really I read textbooks. <laughs> So, um, and then this question is, um, when you out, do people feel intimidated by you? I just want to ask that. Like, if they see you in person and they see, like, wow, like, be very intimidated. Um, I've, I've been told that I can be intimidating, but I'm really, and then, um, a lot of people see my pictures on, you know, social media or whatever, mm. and they think that I'm tall and this huge person, and I'm like this little itty bitty petite person. <laughs> Really? We gonna see on on because when I gotta flex, you know, for the poses, I gotta flex, so I gotta look big. But I'm I'm five two. <laughs> oh, I thought you probably like five ten, five eleven. Of course, your picture looks taller, but hey, you know, everybody thinks that I'm this tall. I'm five two. I can't even reach my counters. Um. Got a short joke. Um, I'm not. And I'm, I'm muscular, but not like my pictures look. So I think a lot of people, when they see me in person, they're shocked to see how small I actually am. I'm, I'm a really tiny person. Um, but people still, you know, yeah, I get that a lot, that, that people are intimidated by me or, um, you know, but once you speak to me, you see I'm, I'm really not harmed. I'm, I'm harmless. <laughs> <laughs> so, um I know you got some competitions coming up and you, you're still working out. Um, so what's the next thing that, what's the, what's your next goal that you're aiming at right now? Because each and every day we aim to get better, not be stay mediocre, but high achievers and you are a high achiever yourself. So what is the next thing that you want to master before you move on to the next goal you have set for yourself? So right now I'm trying to figure out, um, well, I, I want to, so like I said, I just graduated with my second master's, but a few weeks ago. Congratulations. So, yes, congratulations. <laughs> so right now I'm trying to decide, um, do I want to take a break from school and expand my business, my brand, or do I want to go back to school and get my PhD? 
So that's kind of what we Huh? I say both. Well, I mean, I can't do, I don't want to um, know if I could do both at the same time. Right, right, right. right. So, but um, with my brand, you know, um, there's still stuff I want to do. I need to, you know, start my YouTube channel, um, create my app. So I do um, virtual sessions right now. So on Zoom, but I would like to have an app um, and just have, you can download your videos and stuff and do it. Um, you know, so have like an online program that you can do at your own pace in your own time. Um, so there's different things that I'm looking into. Um, do I want to start a clothing line? You know, things like that. Oh, yeah. Um, branding is um, is awesome. Um, you're your own business woman because you're on your own brand. And you like, I'm taking it to the sports thing, like Nick Saban says, we sell ourselves. So you're selling yourself right. every day. Right. Um, so information. How can people get in contact with you for a session, for advice, since you got a psychological background, they probably want some counseling. So, <laughs> hey, hey, people need counseling nowadays. So, even men, physical fitness with psychology. So, hey, that's, um, that's a daily combination. Absolutely. A lot of them, um, I think my training sessions turns into counseling sessions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just letting it out. Yeah. So, I, just yeah. listen. I listen. <laughs> Hey, that's what's up right there. So how can people get in contact with you? Is they pertaining to business, pertaining to working out, getting um some advice in order to take it to the next level in their own personal life? So um, I have Facebook and Instagram. So either my personal Facebook, Instagram, or my own business, um, which is Lucian Fitness. So. And. And that's what's up. We're about to grade it. We about to be pressed for time. We're about to grade to get off the air. And this will be uploaded on our YouTube channel as well. It'll be uploaded. The audio version will be uploaded on um, iHeart and Spotify. So do you have any final remarks for the listener on it that may tune in um, soon or in the near future? Um, just, you know, once you... Um, have a go a fitness go stay consistent it's not gonna happen overnight i lost and i still do one pound a week <laughs> one pound a week every three weeks i wanted to quit um so it, it gets hard out there but it can be done you know um you gotta stay consistent and it's never too late to start you know i started bodybuilding late compared to the other you know girls because a lot of the girls i compete with are in their 20s i'm in my 40s um, I used to smoke. I used to drink. So it can be done. You can change. <laughs> yeah. Man, and you know what? So you just mentioned that. I I would never tell. I would never thought that. What? Like, uh huh. I smoked twenty one years. Wow. Well, I, I would. I would. I would try. You've been in the military twenty one years, right? So mm -hmm. I mean, you was overseas and. Things were going on. It'll drive you to smoking, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I was very young. I was six. I believe I was fifteen or sixteen. Really? And my parents didn't even smoke. I don't even know how I got my first cigarette. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like you said, people change. So I say, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Tosh, we do appreciate you uh, taking time out to be the schedule to join us here on Impact Voice. Uh, just bringing in your your personal experience, your information, your knowledge to help the listener to be, be impacting their lives, that they could be a better man, a better woman right. um, for themselves, not just for themselves, but for their loved ones, people they come in contact with. Um, because I know being out of shape, it does the wear and tear on you physically and mentally. Um, but do you have any words of encouragement for those who may be listening right now, those who want to start but don't know where to start? Start where you're at. Um, don't compare yourself to nobody else. Start If you can only lift five pounds, then you lift them five pounds until you can lift 10. <laughs> <laughs> if you can only lift 10, then you lift it until you can lift 15. Start where you're at. Stay consistent and um, go up. You know, it's, it's your own. You're not racing nobody. You're on your own journey. And, and that's what's up. That is what's up. And we thank you once again for taking time out, kicking it with us here on Impact Voice. 
Um, you're not a stranger. Never be a stranger. You're welcome here on the podcast anytime. We do appreciate you once again, giving us the opportunity to be able to sit down, chop it up with you, um, ask your questions to beta, help out our listening audience tonight that needs to hear this kind of stuff. So it's very important. Thanks for having me. And we appreciate you. And we want to thank everybody once again uh, for being part of the podcast tonight. Just want everybody to be encouraged. Um, be the better you. That's all I want to leave with y'all tonight. Be the better you. The great Dr. Miles Monroe said every year you should get better each year. You hear people say 2021 going to be my year. You keep saying 2021 going to be your year. But when you go to 22, you're still doing the same thing. Yeah. Back then, words, everybody wants things, but they're not willing to apply themselves. You know, you hear people all the time say, I wish I had this, I wish I had that. You got to pick yourself up and go. I take this philosophy with me. Nobody's not going to knock on Furman's front door and tell Furman, hey, I need you to get your life together. You got to get one to get your own life together. You can listen to a lot of motivational people. You can um, study the greats. But if you're not willing to apply yourself, you're just wasting your time. I know as a late, I've been listening to a lot of the great athletes and great coaches, um, like um, Michael Jordan. I watched The Last Dance. That's the root to start watching that. Um, you always learn something by Michael Jordan. He he was always competitive. Kobe Bryant, competitive. The Ray Lewis, competitive. Dak Prescott, competitive. Tom Brady, competitive. LeBron James, competitive. They are all about perfecting their craft. You don't have to be a big time name to perfect your craft. You could be Joe, Sally, Lou down the street and make a name for yourself. The Bible lets us know that a good name is better than riches. It's all about developing a good name, developing a good character. Get better at your craft. Whether you on your job, perfect being better on your job if you wanted to you know move the corporate ladder start applying yourself if you want to start working out lose weight start applying yourself start educating yourself this is your time ladies and gentlemen this is your time this is your season i hear people say this is my season this is my season i'm I'm gonna let you know this secret the bible said be instant in season and out of season i'm gonna share this analogy before we go um jamal bryant um, ask Ray Lewis a question, and it make a lot of sense. This was during the, this was during the off season, and they was at the gym, and Ray Lewis at the gym like five o'clock in the morning. So Jamal Bryant asked Ray Lewis, "Man, the season is over with. Why are you still getting up five o'clock in the morning working out?" And he said, yeah, "The Bible said be ready in be instant in season and out of season. Just because." Football season's over with. That don't mean my season's over with, if that makes sense what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Just because people are taking it easy, don't mean I got to take it easy. Yeah, they season may be over with, but my season's always going. So I want everybody to be encouraged. Always find ways to challenge yourself. I'm always finding ways to challenge myself. I'm not just talking to be talking to them. I'm always finding ways to challenge myself to be the better version of me. Challenge yourself is always a good thing. It's never a bad thing to challenge yourself. Challenge yourself is a very good thing. But we want everybody to be encouraged tonight. Thank you, Latasha, once again for joining us tonight. Take time to be the schedule, to be here on the podcast with us. We appreciate you. Thanks. We give you a roses while you're alive. Um, much success. Congratulations on you once again graduating school. In the words of Drake, we're proud of you because that's a that's a big accomplishment as well. <laughs> so let's see what happens next. <laughs> <laughs> so we want everybody to uh, have a great night. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. Same bat time, same bat channel. For those who don't know, that's from the old Batman yeah, TV show back school. in the day. That's old. So yeah, it's old school. So I'll be saying it sometime. But we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Be encouraged, study, examine yourself, work on your mindset. Once you start working on your mindset, you can start changing your life. Right. And also, it's an old saying, I don't it's an old saying, but it's a saying they be saying. In order to be successful, switch up your crews too. When I say switch up your crews, 
the Bible says, if you walk with wise men, you will yet be wise. You walk with company food, you shall be destroyed. So change your association as well also. If you're around mediocre people, you become mediocre. If you're around high achievers, you'll become a high achiever. So I want everybody to be successful. I want everybody to, as they say, die empty. Utilize everything that God's given us. And these, any, these things you've given us, utilize all of them. Because I heard this great entrepreneur say years ago, I want to die empty. When he said die empty, he wanted to use everything that God given him that once it's all said and done, hey, I ain't got to take nothing with me. Wow. It's already been planted. So y'all be blessed, everybody. Peace. Have a good one. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.